Herbs of Grace and Drams of Poison Part 18 From the Flowers of Shakespeare This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org The Flowers of Shakespeare by Esther Singleton Lavender Mints and Fennel Lavender, Lavendula Spicer Hot Lavender, Perdita calls it. Why is this? Turning to Gerard for an explanation, we find, he says, Lavender is hot and dry in the third degree, and of a substance consisting of many airy and spiritual parts. Gerald had lavender in his garden, and so did Parkinson, who says, It is called a sum nardus italia and lavandula. The greater is called femina, and the lesser mass. We do call them generally lavender, or lavender spike, and the lesser spike. Lavender is little used in physic, but outwardly, the oil for cold and benumbed parts, and is almost wholly spent with us for to perfume linen, apparel, gloves, leather, etc., and the dried flowers to comfort and dry up the moisture of a cold brain. Our ordinary garden lavender rises up with a hard woody stem about the ground, parted into many small branches, whereon are sat whitish long and narrow leaves by couples, from among which rise up naked square stalks with two leaves at a joint, and at the top diverse small husks standing round about them, formed in long or round heads or spikes, with purple gaping flowers springing out of each of them. The heads of the flowers are used to be put among linen and apparel. Because of its scent, lavender was often included in the nosegay. Lavender was much loved by sweethearts. In the handful of pleasant delights, 1584, it is described thus, Lavender is for lovers true, whichever more be sane, desiring always for to have some pleasure for their pain, and when that they obtain it have the love that they require, then have they all their perfect joy, and quenched is the fire. Lavender belongs to the crowfoot family, and therefore is related to the columbine, buttercup, and monkshood, aconite. The ancients used it in their baths, whence the name from the Latin, lavar, to wash. The Elizabethans loved, as we do today, to place bags of dried lavender among the household linen. Mints, mentha. Mints occur in Perdita's list with hot lavender, thyme and savoury. Although many kinds of mint were cultivated in gardens, Parkinson mentions only three. The red mint or brown mint with dark green nicked leaves, reddish flowers and of a reasonable good scent. Spearmint, greener and paler leaves with flowers growing in long ears or spikes of a pale red or blush colour. And patry coloured or white mint with leaves more nicked, half white and half green and flowers in long heads close set together of a bluish colour. 
Mints are oftentimes used in baths with balm and other herbs as a help to comfort and strengthen the nerves and sinews, either outwardly applied or inwardly drunk. Applied with salt, it is a good help for the biting of a mad dog. It is used to be boiled with mackerel and other fish. Being dried, it is often and much used with pennyroyal to put into puddings, as also among peas that are boiled for pottage. In Elizabethan days it was the custom to strew churches with mint. In an Elizabethan play, Appius and Virginia, these lines occur. Thou knave, but for thee ere this time of day, my lady's fair pew had been strewed full gay, with primroses, cowslips, and violets sweet, with mints, with marigold, and marjoram meek. Pilney said, The smell of mint doth stir up the mind, and taste to a greedy desire of meat. This carries mint sauce back into antiquity. Medieval writers believed that the smell of mint refreshed the head and memory, and in medieval days the herb was dedicated to the Virgin, and called Herba Sancta Maria, and Memphis de Notre Dame. The ancients dedicated to Venus, hence it was used as a garland for brides. Corona Venerus. The old myth has it that Menth was a nymph beloved of Pluto, and transformed into an herb by Prosperpina, who had now become sufficiently interested in the husband who had carried her off against her will to be jealous. Fennel, Feniculum vulgar. Thou star speaks of fennel as a relish for conger in King Henry the Fourth, and Ophelia presents fennel to the king to clear his sight, just as she gave rosemary to Laratus to refresh his memory. For according to a belief held by Pliny, fennel hath a wonderful property to mundify our sight and take away the film or web that overcasteth and dimmeth our eyes. There are three sorts of fennel, says Parkinson, whereof two are sweet. The one of them is the ordinary sweet fennel, whose seeds are larger and yellower than the common. The other sweet fennel is not much known, and called Cardus fennel by those sent it out of Italy. Fennel is of great use to trim up and strew upon fish, as also to boil or put among fish of diverse sorts, cowcumbers, pickled and other fruits, etc. The roots are used with parsley roots to be boiled in broths and drinks, the seed is much used to be put into pippin pies and diverse other such baked fruits, as also into bread to give it the better relish. The sweet cardus fennel being sent by Sir Henry Wotton to John Trazacant had likewise a large direction with it how to dress it, for they used to white it after it had been transplanted for their uses, which by reason of the sweetness by nature and the tenderness of art cause of it to be much delightful to the taste, especially with them that are accustomed to feed on green herbs. Another ancient belief preserved by Pilney was that serpents eat fennel because it restored their youth by causing them to cast their old skins, and they recovered their sight by eating the plant. The flowers of the fennel are yellow. The Greek name for fennel is marathon. The Battle of Marathon took its name from the plant. The story goes that a youth named Phippidites 
ran to Sparta to seek aid for Athens when the Persian fleet appeared, and he was told that the Spartans could not come till after the full moon. Very disheartened, he was returning to Athens when Pan appeared to him and promised victory, giving the youth a piece of fennel as a token of his prophecy. The battle took place on a field full of fennel, and was known henceforth as the Battle of Marathon, 490 BC. Statues of the youth always represented him as holding a sprig of fennel. Browning has told the story in his Pheophodipes. End of Lavender Mints and Fennel